This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm in the mood for something just a little bit wild. God! Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? Attention. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. Hey! 35! This is good stuff. I want to share something with you. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. And how you guys doing? Welcome to Rockin' with Hollywood. It's 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And of course, Monday through Friday, we are here rocking out some tunes together. How you guys doing over in Discord? You guys can uh, talk to me during the show in Discord's general chat. Yes, I finally got this damn equipment set up where I know how to do everything. It's like, man, all these little uh, nicks and crannies you got to do to get everything on the radio uh, taken care of, as well as the replays over on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and all the good stuff. I want to send out a special thank you for all those that have bought my new book. Yes, pretty proud of it. Brotherhood and Betrayal, it's uh, available on Amazon and all types of different online platforms we're also going to be getting uh hopefully one of these days soon getting our copies that way we can do some uh, signed copies and stuff like that china dowson she has uh some written stuff in there is going to sign them for you guys too uh get you a little lipstick kiss and stuff like that uh but it's uh great stuff really appreciate it. if you guys want to donate you can with uh paypal it's pretty easy to do man uh go ahead and check out our youtube channel and you can see how to do that uh so we get all that other stuff out of the way we got a lot to discuss today a lot to discuss uh hopefully you guys enjoyed the uh show this morning uh it was a pretty good one man uh, i really love doing the second half china Dow's still pissed off at me with that picture i used for the promos and stuff but i said if you didn't want me to use them, you shouldn't have took it. You know, you know how I am with her. But one thing that has really gotten me right now, and it has to do with what's going on around here. I'm not going to mention businesses or any of that type of stuff. But there was a girl that I really like. She reminds me of my daughter. I know she was close with China Dow and stuff like that. But... She decided to leave her work. She wanted to get a better paying job. But living in a small town, people know everybody. Gave her two weeks notice just like it was supposed to be done. She got sick. You know, there's a lot of sickness going around, especially since it's a COVID pandemic right now. 6% in our county. But anyway, she called off, said she couldn't make it. Next thing you know, this manager decides to text her new boss. For one, I thought it was against the law to do this kind of business. Women are truly vengeful vipers sometimes. Young girl, I don't know, 
same age as my daughter, 24 years old, wanted to go work somewhere else for more money, and next thing you know, this manager who's in her 50s turns around like a little sissy baby and texts her new boss, well, now you can have her. What was she thinking? Picking on a kid. And that's why I always say the days and times of people putting in 40 or 50 years at a job is gone. There's no loyalty whatsoever. And this really proved my point where I, I, I looked at her. I said, are you shitting me? Are you kidding me? What happened here? You know, people know I usually don't like talking about this company because it gives me a headache. And they'll probably know who I'm talking about with China Dow. How would you react if somebody did that to your kid? I'm really interested in hearing that. Because if it was my kid, I'd be going bananas right now. Yeah, they're older. They're supposed to know how to handle themselves and business like that. But, you know, Papa Bear always uh, has to uh, jump in when he sees their cubs friggin' going through some, uh, you know, bullshit. And that's exactly what this is, is bullshit. This morning, I was covering, and a lot of people were surprised. I was covering that correctional officer. He got fired, and I truly believe it had to do with him filing that lawsuit they didn't want to pay they would have been found negligent because they couldn't keep their equipment up to date I just seen that Rubik's put a union job in there now I'm a big believer in unions if they work for you some unions I support are coal miners, firefighters, steel workers. The auto manufacturer union sold your asses out, especially during this election. How's that uh, going for you guys now that they're starting to build back down in Mexico? Just saying. But this correctional officer, the union stayed with them until the state filed criminal charges most unions I know like the Teamsters they'll sit with you during a freaking criminal deal because they know it's nothing but vengeance on the part of the company it seems like the working man and women nowadays are getting shafted look at MLB everybody knows I'm a huge cubby fan huge one one of the reasons why I stopped watching football is because I don't care about your fucking political views. I don't care. I'm there to watch the sport. So when the MLB pulled out of Atlanta, the All-Star Series, I was like, you know what? I'm, gonna con- I'm confused here. I love baseball. I love my Cubbies. But you assholes are now getting political. It's no wonder I only like hockey sometimes. 
that move has cost a hundred million dollars to local small businesses and jobs. I think I'm getting kind of tired of the corporate uh, people telling us little men what to do. And I think I brought that type of thinking with when I was doing that show earlier today. How the hell did you let this happen? This guy was a 20, he was on the job for 20 years. That's why I say most people don't last uh, all these years anymore. 20 years, five years short of pension, and you threw him to the wolves. And then you even charged him. From his own omission, that club started out as cops and CEOs. It did a lot of its advertising online to get membership. That's how they built up. Basically, an Iron Order 2 is what we were calling it because I was talking to a lot of clubs that didn't know this information that I put out there about this club. They say, wait a second, they were cops in that club? I say, yeah, man. And CEOs, he was national vice president. Okay, I thought everybody knew this. Well, no, man, I thought they were this and that. No, that's how they started, man. And that's the only way you're going to get big is if you're advertising on the Internet. Now, there's one thing about getting membership on the Internet if you bring them to you you'll meet them and go through some stuff like that it's another just to go ahead and pop chapters all over the fucking place so when they went after them and they claimed it was a criminal gang i'm sitting here thinking how is it a criminal gang if there's a bunch of fucking cops and co's in there i would think the union would have been the first ones to bring that shit up but they didn't Because the union is nothing more than a joke. And it's sorry to say that since I really support them. Now I know firefighter unions are hardcore. Me, I love my firefighters. I don't care what anybody says. I know our steel workers are hardcore. I know the coal miners are real hardcore. Do I wish like stuff going down on Amazon down in, uh, what is it, Alabama right now? Where they're unionizing, go for it. But at the same time, the union needs to stand behind people. This girl, though, was unfortunately not able to get union representation. She don't work with a union job. So when I heard this, I wanted to scream. I did. I said, you know what, instead of that, I'm going to give my little rant on the radio tonight for because she's a good kid. There ain't a lot of good kids in this world anymore. A lot of them are caught up in this or caught up in that. They got weird fucking thinking. But when you get a straight kid, you think you'd want to help them out. No, instead of your 50-year-old ass wanting to be a dick. What's that say about you as a person to do this to a kid? I don't know. Sarge says, union leaders are in bed with management. You're damn right they are. Union leaders suck. They really do. 
they take your dues and give it to all these crooked people. It didn't matter that the... And I don't want to get too political with this one. It didn't matter that he brought all the car jobs, all the auto jobs, back to Michigan. No. Them union bosses wouldn't have it. We say we want to go with this guy. Well, how is the pipe fitters union that endorsed him feeling right now? He cost them thousands of jobs within the first week by cutting that pipeline. Did the members hold these union leaders accountable? Oh, wait a second. They're out of a job. Those union bosses are the worst of the worst. And it's kind of like the United States citizens. Low education, don't research issues, and next thing you know, they're standing there with their palms up in the air saying, what the fuck just happened here? So when the car plants started moving back down to Mexico, where are you? Rubik's. I would have to ask you this. Where are you active in your union? Are you active? Do you go to the meetings and do you say, hey, why the fuck are you spending our money with these bastards and they're sending our jobs away? Right now, the Belvedere plant is all but closed right now. Why? Because they got no business. They can't make cars. Very interesting subject. But what would you do as a parent? I'd really want to get back to her. What would you do as a parent if this happened? I'm afraid, because it is a small town, that this other guy, this other business is going to fire her for no reason at all. See, in Illinois, you're not able to get into all that stuff, but the problem is she's young. She don't know, hey, go call this fucking corporate office and tell them what the fuck happened here. See, this is the drama I can't stand. That's why I never asked China Dow about any of her bullshit. Because I just get upset and mad. I really hate fake people. You know, there's so many fake people out there, Barbie's starting to get jealous. Anyway, welcome to the show, guys. Uh, we're going to get into some tunes right here. We got two in a row. Let me know what you guys are thinking in the Discord general, and we'll continue this discussion. We're going to hit uh, asking Alexandria. I won't give in.
at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't get the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. There's my girl right there, Autumn, man. She's up in that uh, 
Discord. Hopefully she uh, heard my little rant there. Uh, what happened to you girl sucks. That's what I can tell you. And uh, yeah, not too happy over here on MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com right now. Uh, totally took advantage of that situation and that's total bullshit. You got a lot of support here within the radio audience, especially in Discord, guys. Uh, give your opinion on uh, some of the stuff that she might want to do in the general deal man uh yeah it just it hurts my heart uh uh i'm like papa bear i guess i don't know man i don't know anyway you know and let's continue on this fake people bullshit there are a lot of fake people nowadays i don't know what the problem is that people can't be for real hey there's origins where you come from you might not like it other people might not like it but at least be real about it and don't be embarrassed be you don't be somebody you're not don't be a fake barbie that's what i'm gonna call people you know what i should start that emoji now get a picture of barbie and anybody who who uh, you want to give it to give it to barbie that's a fake person <laughs> how many fakes do you guys know out there man i know you guys know a lot it just seems like uh nowadays that it when i was a kid it really wasn't like that i don't know the guys who are my age feel the same way but it just don't feel like it was back then maybe it's the different culture maybe it's just the uh, run of the times people evolved but i feel like we were a lot more freaking upfront with people back then i just really do man it just seems like Things are fucked up now. <laughs> anyway, let's get some news out of the way real quick. Jose Rosario felt the need to jump in and help. The 44-year-old Brooklyn man, better known as Butter, joined his friends from his motorcycle club to drop off food at almost every EMS station throughout New York City. If we help them, they're out there helping more people. It was motivational, like, wow, look at these total strangers just coming into our home, into our station houses and just bringing us food because they care about us. Strangers who would meet again just weeks after butter fueled the city's heroes through darker days. An unexpected emergency on Mother's Day would lead to a life-saving reunion. I couldn't move. I had like really bad pain. I had pain in my arm and my chest, so I called Anthony. I said, well, what else you feeling? He told me some of the other symptoms. And I said, Jose, you might be having a heart attack. EMS Lieutenant Anthony Almogera and his fellow paramedics saved Butter's life. It's priceless. I mean, I would probably have to continue feeding them for the rest of my life because they gave it back to me. Good karma coming full circle. The men and women of EMS consistently help people all day long, but it's really special to help somebody who went above and beyond. I'll be thanking him for the rest of my life. And you know what? That's one of the reasons why I love my firefighters, my paramedics, and because, you know, living with seizures, you never know when the damn things are going to fucking hit, especially when they start messing around with your meds and stuff. Well, every time that I had a grand mal, see, grand mal's are different than uh, focal seizures. Focal seizures, you guys might actually see on air with me. Uh, that's when I blank out for a second or two. That's a focal seizure. But when I had my grandmas, my firefighters and paramedics from this town are there on spot. 
actually when the call comes into my address there's a lieutenant that wherever he's at in Rockton even if he's ain't working he'll bring his ass over to this house because he knows how I act during a grand mall I get violent and by the way guys if you never been around somebody with grand mall let me give you an uh some education here don't mess with them let them stay on their side don't get near them because when they're in a grand mall state yeah they don't know who the hell you are I don't even know who my wife is during a grand mall. So after the first couple times, you know, the firefighters come here and they learn how I act and all that stuff to make sure I don't got no knives on me for one. <laughs> the first time I pulled the knife on them. But they're special people. And that's why I really like this story is because bikers were helping the firefighters out. Next thing you know, he was feeling pain in his chest. And he called and they saved his life. So it was kind of like pay it forward for what he had to do with them. That's the kind of stories I really enjoy, man. And then, you know, people go, hey, Hollywood, you know, do you support firefighter motorcycle clubs? You're damn right I do. I support them 100 damn percent because they're not acting like something they're not. They go out in the burning buildings while your ass is running out what can I say man them women and them men are freaking heroes I was so sad the day that the Twin Towers went down there was 200 and something firefighters killed in that damn thing and that was heartbreaking man so next time you see a firefighter shake their hands next time you see one of the firefighter clubs go up to them and say hi yeah, I'm biased against Leo shit, but when it comes to firefighters, I ain't. EMS, I'm talking paramedics, our nurses, our doctors, all that stuff. They're beautiful people. Beautiful people. And that's just an awesome story that we got to hear about, uh, you know, he was helping them. They helped him. Now, I think Black Dragon covered this one, uh, Bikers Against Predators. I actually like this one. <coughs> But since bikers are involved, uh, I guess the attorney is a little bit nervous. He should be, because I'd put a bullet in the Two bastards. Two active members of these groups say they have ground rules. They never initiate a chat. They don't start down the path of sexual conversations. And they aren't the ones who ask to meet. It's not like we're trying to catch them or we're we're hunting them. Like These, these guys are, are preying on our children. And they're setting themselves up. The Elkhart County prosecutor worries that the people who do this can be clouded by bias and emotion. So we want to make sure we're doing things by the book. We want to make sure that we're not violating anyone's rights. And we want to make sure that when individuals are doing these kinds of things, that they can be held accountable. And that way we can intervene. And Becker says the groups have caused complications, making it harder for law enforcement in Indiana. I can't be specific because I certainly don't want to give the playbook of how to avoid a criminal prosecution. She also worries about confrontations escalating into violence. There's always, always that risk, and that's understood from the get-go. But Becker says the ends don't justify the means. You know, simply shaming someone might embarrass them for a short period of time, and then all they're going to do is move on and be smarter about how they're engaging in their crimes. I'm not trying to condemn them and embarrass the crap out of them. What we're trying to do is bring awareness to this whole issue of online child predators. 
The prosecutor says she does know of one investigation in Elkhart County that was spurred from action from these groups. She says if anyone thinks that their child might be talking to an online predator, they should contact police. The group says their eventual goal is to work with police and with prosecutors in order to help save potential victims. God forbid that they work with fucking bikers, though, right? Whoa, we got to worry about their rights, man. Got to worry about it. Oh, my goodness gracious. Here we go. Two in a row. Never shame, but never free. A life that healed the broken heart with all that it gave. Lived the life so endlessly. Saw beyond what others see. I tried to heal your broken heart with all that I could. Will you stay? To lay to rest Now and then I try to find A place in my mind Where you can stay You can stay away forever How do I live Without the ones I love Time still turns the pages Of the book it's burned Facing time
Ozzy Osbourne 
I love me some Ozzy. Hey, don't worry there, uh, Auto Man. I'll make sure I am there to get some ice cream from ya. Uh, you better have some mint chocolate chip waiting for me, man. I love that freaking ice cream. Anyway, in our case deal, you know how we've been doing that uh, the last couple weeks, uh, going over cases. Tomorrow we will be talking about the Rockford Hells Angels case. Very interesting. And like the Vagos case, these guys stuck together. And like I say during the commentary on this, it always seems like when a lot of people go down, somebody's going to end up ratting. That's the way it happened with the Banditos case down in Texas, the National Sergeant. At arms started and everybody went. But I really wanted to go over this case after Rockford. I'm thinking maybe Thursday. Or, you know, that's, okay, Wednesday, my bad, my bad, I need to get my uh, shit together. I'm kind of like Donna right now, man, I'm lost without that book. You know, I gotta start writing again and get it ready, because it's gonna be a bigger book uh, coming out. Uh, it's gonna be a novel, and my ideal behind it is, in an invasion of the country with some bikers, man, it's going to be some fun stuff there. Uh, you know, Donna's going to do some sex scenes in that sucker. We're going to get her some author credit. But Wednesday, I want to cover, and it's not biker related, Sammy the Bull Gravano. Yes, we're going to cover his case. And we're going to actually take a step back and... All the media says he was a rat, but he has now came out with a podcast. He is also on YouTube. He goes through everything. He's spilling the beans on how the Gambino crime family operated and stuff, but specifically why he flipped on John Gotti. Now, John Gotti, he was a freaking asshole. You know, those who don't know the street scene don't know uh, much about him. Uh, they think, you know, he went around the Dapper Don and stuff. He was like a Al Capone Jr. See, whatever, what everybody don't get is the flashy suits, the flashy women, all the media. You don't do that when you're in the criminal underground. But one of the reasons I found very interesting on why Sammy said he flipped was because John Gotti, you know, the asshole that was walking around with all the cameras and shit, wanted Sammy the Bull to take all the heat. All the heat. He claimed that his street guys needed him. That's why he needed Sammy to flip. Now, Sammy the Bull was the epitome of the out or not the outfit it's new york out there the syndicate he came in old school and then you had this john Gotti coming so i believe that it would be a very interesting episode i'm kind of brought it in the horizons because i'm really enjoying this content and a lot of other people are too uh, like Black Dragon said today, you know, where I broke the, I actually broke that story with the correctional officer. He went to us, we got his side of the story out, something that 
a lot of clubs won't do. The NCOC is trying to do it, which is cool. But we're getting more in-depth into what we are doing now. I don't know if Black Dragon's going to have a follow-up on this case or not tomorrow. What I would like to do is have like a, a round table. Meaning, either with Black Dragon or you know what? You guys have really supported the show. Maybe I'll pick a couple guys out of a Discord server and have a mini round table and broach these subjects together, have a discussion about them. I think that would be fantastic. Uh, we got Geo that I'd love to get in there. We got Grizz. We got Donna. We got them all in there that I'd like to have a little round table in. Maybe do a Zoom, you know, a half hour Zoom. And maybe a week ahead of time, I'll give you guys the case I'm looking at. And you guys give me your opinions on the case as well. Because like I uh, talked about earlier today, a lot of people only see the headlines that we read. And our opinions on them headlines. But they do not see what happens afterwards a lot of people just don't care which isn't cool but yeah i think on wednesday i'm gonna go into the reasons why sammy the bull probably flipped uh it was very interesting how he compared to how he flipped to the other guy that was in the case that was actually wearing a wire now I guess it takes a special kind of person. You know, me, everybody knows I'm not for any of that bullshit. I believe you talk, you rant, whatever. If you don't got the people's permission, like my book, I got permission from everybody I was talking to, uh, except one of that fat fuck. But anyway, hey, he was out in the public sphere. He brought it on himself. It's fair game. Anyway... I find him an interesting man. So let me know what you guys think if you're up to uh, doing something like that where I pick a couple people out and we do a Zoom and we go over the case. You know, I'll put out some subjects and you guys let me know your thoughts on that. I'm actually going to get a hold of Black Dragon in a little bit and say, hey man, you know, these Sunday deals, maybe we need to do a Sunday round table together. You know, that way people get a better understanding of what's going on. If there is any other type of case that you would like me to cover, you to put it in the Discord server, I'll check that out. I'll also check out my email info at InsaneThrottleBikerNews.com. And I just got Geo in there. Uh, hell yeah, Gio. You're a Chicago boy. I love doing it with you. Because you know the city, man. You know Chicago. You know, I know you're outside of it now. You know, who who blame you with all the shit that's going on there? But you could probably relate to my ideology and stuff like that. Uh, Donna can do evening or weekend. Well, of course, man. You know, you're not doing my book right now. I think you're lost. <laughs> Your husband's probably like, would you get him to give you another book? Because you're driving me fucking crazy. <laughs> anyway, we got another two in a row, man. Uh, let me know what you guys think in the general and stuff like that, man. I'd appreciate it.
never been so torn up in all of my life. I can't believe I let myself break down. baby it was a long cold winter this year wasn't it man and cinderella long cold winter
Brotherhood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't get the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happen. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. More than just one type of music. World-class rock. It's like Captain Crunch, Honeycomb, and Raisin Bran. All in one bowl. Part of this nutritious breakfast. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. All right, guys, I know last week we didn't have our member meeting, but that was because of Easter. A lot of people were out and about. Hopefully you guys enjoyed your Easter weekend. Uh, I believe China Doll is going to have it for Thursday, but don't uh, quote me. Uh, we'll know more on tomorrow's program at 8.30 Central Standard Time. Don't forget, we're going to be uh, diving into that case with the Rockford Hells Angels at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time over on YouTube. I want to thank you guys for joining me tonight for the Hollywood Hour. That's what we should call it, but it's rocking with Hollywood. You can hear the replay of all shows over on iHeartRadio, Spotify, the whole nine yards, where it is broken together. We put it all together, man. The first segment and the second segment over there. If you're a driver like Dark Soul is, by the way, be careful out there. Uh, you can listen to it on iHeartRadio as well as the uh, reruns over in Discord. It is under uh, one of the rooms. I don't fucking know. Anyway, man, I'm going to turn you guys over to Auto DJ. I'll see you guys tomorrow. You have a good one.